from locations unknown. This is the Fireworks Brigade, starring Johnny Starr and Ron the Banker. All right, hey John, how are you today? I'm doing good. How, how do you like the uh, the patriotic music? I, I you it, know what, the patriotic music is very fitting for this what I call special session. A special session uh, podcast. This a, is serious yeah, business the, here. The, the special special edition fireworks brigade is almost a newsy type uh, intro. Yes. Like uh, you know, I feel like Dan Rather. <laughs> you look like Dan Rather. <laughs> Thank you. Well, that's great. <laughs> More news. like Tommy Chung, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> so you know, um, how you doing? I haven't seen you since NFA. Yeah, we were last together at NFA. We did the last podcast there. Yeah, it's been and, crazy busy, and you know, I got home from NFA unpack all that stuff and you know and go through all the catalogs and get ready for my trip on thursday yeah, back, to, going to, back china. to china i have one question for you did you let Nino drive home um no <laughs> who did we let drive home i think we i think we got him an uber from kansas to fargo <laughs> <There you go. laughs> in case in case any law enforcement's listening <laughs> yes we got him an uber <laughs> So, and when we were at NFA, it was obvious that uh, the underlying tone was, uh, especially in that one afternoon meeting, all those people were worried about the CPSC regulations. You know, the CPSC, they're contemplating this rule change, right? It's going to change the landscape of consumer fireworks. It has to do with metals in the fireworks. And there was a lot, some people were a little misinformed. Some people were, um, it was it was an interesting uh, debate, don't you think? It was, it was very interesting. And once again, it's a very, very important uh, message. That's why we're kind of doing this serious what we call a right, serious right. pyro podcast today and uh but more fun and antics to follow but uh right now it is a very serious thing we had a very good meeting at the uh, nfa we urged uh all of our nfa members along with all of their customers and customers customers mm-hmm. to um to really bother the cpsc on this issue and I don't say bother, but yeah, I, I say I wouldn't say no, bothers. It's just no to, contact. Uh, to voice to right, contact right. them mm-hmm. and voice our opinion because right. of you know they democracy don't, at work. Yeah, they don't rather you know. Uh, yes, I mean everybody's uh-huh. out there protesting for everything and they get away with it. And then right. the minute we speak out to the CPSC, nobody wants to listen to us. Right. So and apparently I think you know because I watched. There's an hour and a half YouTube video of the meeting and mm-hmm. and. Uh, CPSC acting chairwoman Anne Marie Berkeley, uh, a Berkeley at cpsc.gov. The, the sh- this will be in the show notes. But apparently, a lot of the NFA people contacted her. Yes. Uh, and um, and it, you know, it it was to the benefit because essentially what they did was, and we're getting to the reason why we're here. But where they 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 kicked the can down the road. They asked for more information. And there was one lady, a long blonde haired lady, and she was really I felt sticking up for the fire. She's like. We don't have any proof that this is going to make it safer, which was the bottom line. And, you know, and the, the statistics show that fireworks are much safer and less prone to cause injury than many of the other products that the CPSC regulates. That, see, that's the whole thing. You know, CPSC needs to remember why they are involved. It's about safety in fireworks, not noise level in fireworks, not bursting charge. It's about the safety in fireworks. Now, you know, putting a legal limit of powder in fireworks, yes, is Mm -hmm. for a safety issue. You know, Uh, if we go over that limit, well, then we become like a 1.3 display firework. Mm -hmm. And then that has a whole different also very safe, but just different rules acquire. Uh, right. oh, uh, yeah. Different different rules are are used for that as far as setbacks from the crowd and and s- stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, 
it's all about safety, not about, oh, this one's too loud, this one's not bright enough. Um, you know, we want to make fireworks safe, which fireworks over the years, uh, and I've been in the business a long time to see the transition of fireworks. They're much, much safer. And like you say, so many other things the CPSC regulates are way, way more dangerous than fireworks could ever be. Yeah. And we're, uh, once again, we're a very seasonal, small window mm -hmm. of, right. of usage, which is right. a big, uh, which is a very big thing to point out. Right, right. So um, that being said, if the CPS remembers what it's all about, which is safety, then this metals and stuff in the burst charge really doesn't come into play because it's not gonna it's not gonna make the fireworks any safer. It's gonna make them quieter. It's gonna make them duller. And in some cases, if the metals aren't there to ignite the stars, then some of those stars are gonna be falling back on. Uh, on your on your spectators well right and you know and again i watched that whole thing and a lot of the a lot of uh, something that goes on on not talked about or whatever is the fact that you know a lot of these injuries are caused by people who are just doing the wrong thing i mean if you take a baseball bat and you hit somebody over the head with it you're doing the wrong thing with the baseball bat. Do we blame baseball bats? No, it's a, you're not. You know the one the the one guy talked about somebody making a sparkler bomb and somebody got hurt. Well, duh, yeah, you're gonna get hurt if you're making a sparkler bomb. So and some of the some of the points of uh, you know some of the points of interest we have is so the CPSC says that roughly twelve thousand people are admitted to the emergency room annually with an injury related to the fireworks. Now here's some other statistics. There were 57,000 injuries associated with ranges and ovens and grills injured nearly 24,000 people. So that's over 80,000 injuries with ranges, ovens, and grills compared to the 12,000 for fireworks. Do we ban grills and ovens? No. Uh, according to the National Center for Injury Control, there were over 106,000 injuries related to baseball alone. Again, we don't we yeah. don't regulate baseball bats. It's just... You know what? And you can see, you can go on YouTube and you can see any video of somebody putting their head over. They really were going after reloadables, which yes. was, which seemed to me that that's all they talk about. And they showed statistics that showed reloadables are are one of the main offenders and sparklers. Well, you know, yeah. yeah, sparklers. Everybody knows, and everybody's been burned by a sparkler. I mean, I was when I was a kid, and you yeah. learn and you don't do it again. But you I know, mean, and, and then knows. taking the metal wire off of sparklers. Now we've made those safer as well. Uh, the morning glories and all that, that, that. All that stuff has really become safer. The reloadables uh, also. The reason we have such problem with reloadables is because someone is actually loading it in the tube and letting it go off versus a multi-shot cake where you're lighting a wick and it's already loaded and ready to go right. for you. Right. But uh, there again, if you look at most of those accidents, this guy's trying to put two balls in a tube instead of right. one. Right. This guy wants to, uh, one YouTube video, the guy's holding it on his head, launching the, the right. shell. Right. Who's holding the tube in their arm? So right. once again, it's right. all misuse right. of the firework, which clearly labeled how to do it. Right, exactly. So exactly. if you're not going to pay attention to warning labels, mm -hmm. then, you know, you really cannot count those injuries. Right. You know, yeah, um, absolutely. an injury you can count would be a shell going up in the air, doesn't ignite, comes down and then ignites on the ground. Right. That's a different right. story. Right. right. So and it, it, we I contacted Nancy um, and uh, she got me in contact with. Uh, their um, person who's in charge of communications. And then we ultimately got in, in contact with general counsel to the NFA. 
Uh, his man name is Spencer, and uh, he's gracious enough to to answer our calls. And so we 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 give a little bit of an interview here. So uh, without any further ado, I think we should play the interview. And uh, this is nice, short and sweet uh, fireworks brigade pyro podcast. And um, you know, at the end of the day, we should all. Um, we should be proud of ourselves that we got them to basically take a closer look at this and uh, we should keep it going. And again, I'll put in the show notes who to contact and the phone numbers and acting chairwoman and all the hashtag save our fireworks um, is a big thing. So it's it's hopefully the end result will, have, will, will be what everybody wants to be. But I think this is some good information and it'll kind of because I searched around and I couldn't find anything on online with how the vote went. So that's why I contacted Nancy. So this is good, good information to get out to the people. And we also want to make sure that they go on the NFA website. Yeah. Um, and there's that petition on the NFA website where you can just download that right. and uh, sign it all and, uh, and send it off because that's real important. And not only for business owners, but consumers, customers, our listeners, everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, we got that, what, hashtag, Save, Save Our, our fireworks. fireworks. And then also you can go on the NFA website and, um, yeah. and also download that petition. And uh, when and uh, the name of the lady that they could, could be sending emails to. Anne Marie Berkeley. Uh, she's at A-B-U-E-R-K-L-E at cpsc.gov. Her phone number is 301-504-7978. She's the cpsc acting chairwoman so and uh, and you can give her a call at any time and leave a message i'm sure she doesn't pick up yeah well i'm sure she (laughs) might not or but uh but you can call her anytime and leave a message is what i've done many times and uh, i've sent her several emails uh it does not hurt we we would like to you know say that we're voicing our opinion and and make it and make it happen will they listen in the end you you never know but they have kicked it down the road a little bit but it's going to come up again uh you know in the next couple months and we're going to have the same problem again so i think we should really keep the pressure up on the cpsc to remember that this is not going to make fireworks safer this is going to make fireworks uh not as loud it's going to make it duller not as bright Bursting mm-hmm. charge is not going to be as big, but there's nothing to do with safety. A reloadable is still going to go up in the air. These fireworks right. are still going to go up in the air. There's still going to be mishaps with fuse, lighting, uh-huh. and everything uh-huh. else. Right. But uh, these so. are real important to let the CPSC know that this is not going to change. Um, this is not going to change the safety, but it will dramatically change the fireworks. And uh, one thing that I have to stress is being in China, being in these factories, there is really slim to there's a very slim chance that you could actually make a firework with no metals at all and that's what they want zero percent tolerance zero percent metals mm-hmm. and being in those factories seeing the way powders all over and seeing the way things are handmade i, I think it's almost impossible right which would be mm-hmm. the failure then of these products if this rule were to go through right well so without any further ado Here's our interview with the general counsel to the NFA, uh, Spencer. Sounds good. How you doing, Spencer? Hey, I'm doing well, Ron and John. How are you two doing? Good, good. So we uh, we spoke yesterday, and uh, uh, you know, was it Larry gave me your number, yeah. right, to give you a call? Yeah, Larry Farnsworth. Larry yeah. Farnsworth. Yeah, he said you'd be able to, uh, or you'd be willing to talk on our podcast for ten minutes or so, just to kind of give us an update on the CPSC. Sure, yeah. I'm, I'm outside counsel for NFA, um, 
he wasn't exactly clear on on what particularly you all would like me to discuss but i'm you know i'm happy to talk about whatever aspects of this proposed rule or nfa's position um you know whatever whatever you think would be helpful or whatever you're interested in i'm i'm happy to speak on behalf of nfa of nfa as its outside counsel great so all right i'll start it off to start off, you can briefly explain, in case our listeners aren't that well-versed, what the CPSC proposed rule changes are. Sure. So basically what we're looking at is the most sweeping, comprehensive changes to consumer fireworks regulations that we've seen in over the past 50 years. There are a number of new proposed definitions. There are new banned hazardous substances substances. There are changes to the exemptions. There's changes to other regulations, including fuses, bases, and regulations for burnout and blowout. But of all of these changes that EPSC has proposed, the most alarming to the National Fireworks Association is a proposed ban on powdered metals in the burst charges of aerial fireworks. So everyone that's aware, uh, familiar with aerial fireworks knows that you light them off, the lift charge sends them up in the air, and then after a couple seconds, you get that nice break or that nice burst when they're up in the air. And the reason you get that nice break or you get that nice burst is because the powder that's in there has enough energetics to break apart the shell to ignite the stars, to disperse the fragments, and basically make sure that that firework is properly functioning in a safe and an efficient manner. What CPSC wants to do is they want to put a rule in place that eliminates the use of any powdered metal in those burst charges. And without getting too technical, long story short, it's going to make those burst charges a lot less dramatic. They're not going to be as efficient in breaking apart the shells and igniting the stars. And perhaps most concerning is that because the proposed rule sets a limit of zero powdered metals, any powdered metal that may work their way into that first charge, whether it's falling off the stars, whether it's contamination at the point of manufacturing, or whether it's some small amount of powdered metals that are in the powder um, that may or may not even affect it, just on the presence of that powder alone, CPSC can fail that product, it can confiscate the product, it can require destruction of the product. And so that's what a lot of these, uh, a lot of our business owners in our organization are afraid of is this very stringent rule without any safety justification that can easily put someone out of business if their product gets tested and, and fails this very stringent testing procedure. So, I mean, as a, as a business owner in the fireworks industry uh, and anyone else out there, we know just how much, um, you know, how much it costs to destroy fireworks. It's sometimes, in most cases, it costs more to destroy them than it was to build them in the first place. And uh, without CPSC allowing us to send them back to China, which was one of my um, deals years ago, I said, well, let me just send it back because if we don't send it back, then they're going to keep sending us stuff that shouldn't be here. 
And uh, of course, they didn't agree with me, and they still wanted it destroyed. But you know, the cost of destruction is a lot of money. And if you know anyone who's ever been to China, the contamination in these factories—they're not factories like Abbott Labs. They're they're just you know brick buildings and a lot of workers and a lot of powder from all different things that are going on out there. So um, the zero tolerance level in metals would be, I, I think, really honestly unheard of in the present-day factories in China that I see. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the things that CPSC points to is that um, some importers of firework obtain EX numbers. Basically, they obtain their permission from DOT to ship fireworks by certifying to some voluntary industry standards that say you can't have metals in, in your burst charges. Now, some folks decide to do that and they certify to that. Some folks don't. Some folks have invested a lot of money in obtaining approval from DOT to ship fireworks with the metals in the burst charge, specifically for that reason that you mentioned, which is it can be very hard to manufacture these fireworks without any metals at all. Yes. And so this, this proposed rule for those companies that have spent the time and money to do the testing, to get their fireworks approved for shipment, they would basically lose all the investment that they've done. So, and then when we were at the NFA and there was that session upstairs and there was a lot of passionate people, um, you know, uh, voicing their opinions, and obviously everybody's very concerned. So, and I know there's like an hour and a half video on YouTube which shows the CPSC meeting, and they went through a lot of things, and there was a lot of good points brought up. So, I guess um, what was the uh, what was the outcome at, at the CPSC meeting late last month? Well, what happened at that meeting is the staff. That means your uh, rank-and-file CPSC staff members, the, the scientists, the, econ the economists, the policy advisors, those people that actually put pen to paper and write these rules, what they did at that meeting is they presented their proposed rule to the commissioners, and the commissioners are the folks that are kind of at the top of the CPSC who get a vote on whether or not one of these proposals becomes a rule. So the staff presented its proposal to the commissioners, and the commissioners expressed a lot of concern about the proposal. One of the concerns they had, being that their focus is on consumer safety, is whether there was really any data to suggest that this rule would have any impact whatsoever on consumer safety. And the staff were unable to point to any data suggesting that this massive override of the regulations would have any impact whatsoever on consumer safety. Right. And so that's a point that NFA has made all along, is there's no data to, to back this up, and it's a point that the commission seemed to, to also acknowledge during that, that hearing. Yeah, it seems like anytime fireworks, you know, do cause damages when they're not being used properly. And I actually did watch, like I said, I watched that hour and a half YouTube video. And I mean, they wanted to lump, uh, they lumped homemade fireworks in with, with, uh, with display fireworks because they they didn't have a category for homemade fireworks. It was like, well, that that doesn't seem to make sense. But yeah, there was a lot of lot of conversation there. So, um, so did they essentially kick the can down the road on this thing? 
Exactly. Basically, the the commissioner said that they wanted to take a little bit of a pause to look a little bit more at the data, to have staff address some of their questions. And then we anticipate that in a short order, a month or two, this will be back in front of the commission again, and they're going to have to decide whether or not they're going to approve this rule, modify it, or quash it in its entirety. Um, so that's where things stand right now is you've got a proposal. It's sitting with the CPSB commissioners. They've given it back to staff to take another look at. But we do anticipate that commissioners will be deciding whether or not to take action on it or modify it here in the upcoming month or so. There's no firm date on that yet? No firm date as of as of right now. Okay, and what can we and our listeners do to help the cause? I know they mentioned several times that they felt like they were inundated with uh, NFA, uh, you know, emails and things like that. Should we just uh, inform everybody to keep doing the same thing and keep speaking up for our fireworks? Uh, that's that's very important to do. One of the things that's striking about this proposal is this proposal started in 2016 when it was first proposed. Since 2016, there have been thousands and thousands of comments filed by consumers, customers who just love fireworks, by businesses, by the trade organization, the National Fireworks Association, by manufacturers, everybody up and down uh, the, the supply chain and the distribution chain and the retail chain have fired comments. 99% of those comments have been opposed to the rule, have pointed out a number of defects with the rule, have offered proposals for the rule. And this staff proposal that was submitted to the commission last uh, two weeks ago, after about two years of comments, didn't incorporate, acknowledge any of those comments other than in the rebuttals. None of the suggestions were, were worked into the final rule. None of the suggestions were... Um, manifested in any changes or revisions to the rule. It was basically the exact same proposal that was made two years ago. So it's absolutely critical that NFA continue and its members and anyone really who, who loves consumer aerial fireworks and wants to make sure that they remain available. It's critical that they stay involved, that they reach out to the commissioner's offices tell them that they're opposed to this rule. And they can also go online and join NFA's pe petition by searching for hashtag Save Our Fireworks. You can just plug it into Google, hashtag Save Our Fireworks. NFA has a petition online where you can get more information. You can make a contribution if, if you want. And then there's also more information about how you can uh, stay stay involved and stay apprised of the potential rule changes. Yeah, that's that's very important. Any uh, any type of uh, input that we can have to hopefully uh, you know get the outcome that we. Yeah, we it, it all it seems like no matter how much we speak out about it, it's, uh, the the staff just keeps going back with their whole safety issue. But uh, as you pointed out, there's no data on there and. And quite frankly, I think without the metals igniting those stars and really breaking apart the, apart the shells, there would be more, uh, could be more accidents with aerial fireworks, such as things returning back down to the ground that we never had to worry about before. So I, I think we need to probably stress that. I mean, the problem is anything we stress 
unsafe, then they just take that and use it as fuel against us. So that's it seems to be the the way it works. But um, yeah, this is a big this is a very big uh, issue here. And, um, and like you say, if the fireworks are not performing the way they should, then it's okay. Well, let's just ban all aerials then. And that's that's you know it's a slippery slope once we start going down that road. Right. And we've talked about that many times. What when you give up something, you end up giving everything next, and you can't never get it. Back, you never give so. it back. Uh, one other question I have for you. So, and uh, I spoke to Larry yesterday. He was he alluded to this, and I wasn't aware of it. So, I guess is it true that the CPSC board is at full staff for the first time uh, in many years? I think that is that is accurate with the latest uh, with the latest election. So, NFA is at full steam and moving ahead on this and many other issues. Okay, and uh, we certainly appreciate you bringing attention to this issue and letting your listeners know about it okay hey and we appreciate you you taking the time to give us a call i really appreciate anything else that you can think of that we didn't ask you that uh that maybe we should let the people know um no uh, you know i'll just say it again uh just plug hashtag that's the pound sign hashtag save our fireworks into google Mm -hmm. and uh, there'll be information on the national firework association's facebook page there's a change.org petition and more information online. Great. Yeah, great. Thanks again so much. We appreciate it. Sounds great. Good. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Come on. Bye. Uh, folks, it seemed like what we did um, in the last several months had an effect. Obviously, they didn't make the determination now, so we, we got a chance to keep it going. It could have been a lot worse news, so uh, hopefully cooler heads will prevail and uh, the people will... The, you know the the NF, um, the CPSC will will see it our way and and uh, they won't you know sometimes people just want to make a change just to be making a change it doesn't really have any you know there's no rhyme or reason really yeah it, it's it seems a lot of that's going on in politics today anyways but, right you know right, and I right. think that's something that you know we have to speak out on uh, there's plenty of people speaking out on things so we might as well join the bandwagon and speak out on this because it does affect a lot of our uh, lives and i think that new addition to the cpsc board because they're a full staff now i think it is a republican so he might yeah. be more sympathetic to the cause and try and you know yeah you know deregulate rather than at, le at least more sympathetic to business yes, uh, absolutely. In, in general uh -huh. and um and once again, you know, we start giving up some of these things, then we just never get them back. And, right. Um, right. You know, I can't, I could never see a life without fireworks. And that's almost what this is going to be, uh, is going to be doing. Yep. All right. That was a good one. A nice short one, John. We'll do another one, another one with our usual antics and things like that. we got some, you know, master class. What would Johnny do? All that stuff. We'll do another one. But this one. Uh, felt like it was needed to get this one out and keep it all alone and on its own. And uh, some little hard-hitting news from the fireworks. Hard-hitting news, yes. <laughs> all right. See you all later.